Live from the car hole lounge, it's smoking sounds. Your ultimate destination for a harmonious blend of cigars and music. If you're passionate about the rich aroma of a fine cigar in one hand and the rhythms of your favorite tunes in the other, you've found your new audio heaven. Whether you're a seasoned aficionado or just taking your first puff, Smoke and Sounds is your guide to a sensory experience like no other. So sit back, relax, and let the intoxicating blends of tobacco and melodies ignite your senses. What's up, everybody? I'm Sean, one of the hosts of Smoke and Sounds, and joining me is a man who needs no introduction. Oh, no. Yeah! Live <laughs> from parts unknown, <laughs> it's the Justinator! <laughs> Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. We are... We are uh, back for the attack now i was under the weather for a couple of uh, a couple of uh, weeks there uh and then sean um you know it turns out at halloween havoc sting and sid vicious oh man it was a brutal sneak attack so we are you know so this this uh, uh episode got a little bit delayed so so we wanted to get this out to you uh today we are as promised we are doing the pairing of uh, blackened uh, whiskey and the blackened uh, cigar lines from um, from uh, Drew Estate. So uh, we are definitely uh, bringing this to you. And and um, so yeah, pop that music up a little bit, cowboy. That's right. So so what this is is that, and we should be studying for our finals. We should be <laughs> uh, getting ready for uh, semester break, but we're not. That's right. His hoodlum friend brought over some. Turned down a little bit. His hoodlum friend brought brought over some whiskey and smokes, and it was game over. Yeah. So it's this almost is like you know what you're doing, man. You hit that. <laughs> you hit that mark spot on. I've been practicing. So 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 let let me get this bottle of whiskey open. Woo! There we go. And we're gonna pour pour me a little bit. Don't pour out for any uh, for Sting or Sid Vicious. They hit me like a, oh, yeah. I think they both brought a folding chair with them. <laughs> so we're gonna. I'm gonna make sure Brother Sean gets what he needs. Hey, here. while you're doing that, I'm about to grab this Vertigo lighter here. And hey, listen, if you're just joining us, um, this is Smoking Sounds. It's not uh, the College Bar Amateurs. Uh, well, it might be by the end of the show, but right now we're, we're still pretending like we're smoking sounds. Where we're going to talk to you about cigars and music, and what a better pairing than a double Maduro, uh, which I kind of feel like. So today I'm wearing my Metallica and Justice for All hoodie, and underneath it I have my Metallica and Justice for All t-shirt. So I'm kind of like a double Maduro, but I'm more like a double injustice for all today. That's so. right. So, so we want to talk about uh, Metallica was big for both of us growing up. Uh, it's big for this, uh, you know, for our podcast. Oh man! And Lars, James, Kurt, Rob, Jason Newstead, Cliff Burton, Dave Mustaine. Hey. That's that black and Drew Estate M81 Double Maduro. Papa Hetfield there. Papa Het hands in on designing this thing. 
And you guys already know what I think about this cigar. Woo! So, man. Yeah. So it has a real strong uh, beginning as you as you get into it. It really does. Um... Woo! That's blackened right there. So yeah, they weren't kidding with this one. They absolutely weren't kidding with this one. Now, so so Sean, reach over. Let me get this little. Get your get your glass there. Let me give you a little. Let's give a little cheers. Let's yeah. do a little. Yeah. There. All right. Ooh. To to so, to hell with finals. That's I mean, right. You know. So 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 smell it first. What what what's the bouquet like to you? Man. So <laughs> he, I'm, he already I'm drank his. Never mind. No no no. I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> No, so what I was gonna say is, you know, I'm not I'm not a big drinker mm -hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. I have smelt whiskeys before, and they almost take your like you just want to jerk your nose away from right, them, right? Right. This is a very pleasant. Yes, uh, it's um. There's almost like in the smell. Um, I mean, I'm picking up the whiskey, and yeah. I know we can't call it bourbon because it wasn't no probably made in it Kentucky. It wasn't made or in wasn't, wasn't made in Kentucky. But the. I almost get like some sweetness. Almost like vanilla, yeah. I think. Now I'm going to take a swig of it. Woo! Yep, that's whiskey. But you know... I, I tell you what, it's... <coughs> it's... Um, and it now it so for you whiskey drinkers this does it does pack a punch it's a sweet kind of woodsy kind of vanilla kind of punch but 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 believe me this is not uh, this is not your basic white girl whiskey no uh, this is for uh, people who who have always identified as male I want you to I want you to know that this so, to me taking a, a sip of that whiskey. And, and there is so I mean, you know it's whiskey, right? Absolutely. But then drawing off of this blackened, I see why these two go hand in hand. Oh my gosh, yeah. I mean this this is what a pairing is. I mean, this whiskey and this cigar, it's like your right and your left hand. Right. They fit like hand in glove. And and as you smoke the cigar, it actually brings out the sweetness of the whiskey, and the yes. whiskey kind of brings out the earthiness of the of the uh, of this double Maduro. It's almost like the double Maduro, like you said, when you light up, it's it's like there it is. It's like it's like Metallica's music. We're gonna punch you in the face, mm -hmm. right? But then you take a swig of the uh, of the blackened, and they e almost equal each other out. Right. Right, because because there is that now there is this sweetness, uh, this almost a vanilla. I almost want to say like a white birch um, feel to the uh, to the whiskey, uh, for sure. So uh, you know, I, don't don't forget that that's there. I, I wouldn't mix this with it, with anything. Uh, as I'm fond of telling people, if you want to really open up the flavor of the whiskey, drop one ice cube. In your glass. That's all. No yeah. soda. No anything. And um, I wouldn't. This is not like uh, you know. You have Jack Daniels, Jim Beam, Crown Royal. You know. You have Jack and Coke, and you know Jim and whatever, and Crown and Coke, or Crown and Pepsi. You know all this kind of stuff. Um, but uh, this stuff, I I would definitely leave this on its own 
and uh, be for the uh, be for your uh, your exclusive clientele. Okay. Yeah. It, it, it's that kind of whiskey to me. It's absolutely that good. I, I tell you what, it reminds me of. What's that? It remind if if any of you out there are familiar with TX whiskey. Um, the, the the standard TX, not not the single barrel, but the standard TX. If you're familiar with that, you will love this. This is like TX on steroids. Now crank that up a little bit now. So what we got next here, we got um, a little Seven Dust, probably one of the world's most underrated rock bands. And really, and so this is something we'll talk about, uh, really I think metal was kind of dying out when Seven Dust was trying to make their move and uh, you know because the only concerts making money now are the classics you right. know Joan Jett, Def Leppard, uh, you know Motley Crue, Motley Crue certainly. right they're, they're out there making money right yeah so but okay so I'm sorry guys but uh, who have you heard of in rock that's new like Greta Van Fleet, well, they're gone already, you know. Yeah. Uh, you know, di- dinosaur pile up, who cares? I mean, I will say, uh, Wolfie, w- uh, Wolfgang Van Halen, he's making a little bit of noise with his with his uh, mammoth Van Halen stuff, which I, is, is pretty to, decent music, I'm I, not going to lie. I need to, I, I definitely need to tune into that. Um, and he's not trying to be his dad, which I, which I really appreciate. Not just a, not just a Van Halen ripoff. Right. And because, Excellent. I mean, how do you. No one can ever be his dad, right? I mean, mm-hmm. He's probably one of the top three guitarists of all time. Yeah. And uh, uh, a funny Seven Dust story is Seven Dust came to Tulsa when the Edge was doing like a, it was like an Edge birthday party or something like that. And Seven Dust was one of the opening acts. And it was at Mohawk Park. And so we're outdoors. We're out in the audience. We're enjoying the hell out of some Seven Dust. Nobody really knew who they were. They were just kind of getting on the scene. And uh, after they were through playing i think bloodhound gang was next or something like that right and i i can't remember the lead singer's name of seven dust i want to say it's Corey, but it's not and uh um if i was a more professional podcaster i would look that up but, let, let us know in the comments yeah let us know but um he came out with the crowd and was just one of the nicest guys ever you would have never guessed that that guy was just up on stage performing for probably thirty thousand plus, and now he's right out there in the mosh pit with everybody. Oh yeah, well, say yeah, it's clear he's a fan. You know, say some of these musicians do it, and you know, but some are do it and they're fans as well. They're they're clearly they're they're just as enamored with you know the bands that we are. So this band, I think, came out again, as I say, in my opinion, as rock was kind of dying. Um, you know, the grunge was grunge was over. You know, we were so done with uh, you need to take a bath and, and uh, stop stop crying on stage. And uh, this was kind of the last bit. And I, and I do, I, you know, if we, if we want to, we can get into why I think metal and rock has pretty much died. Yeah, so I, I think the lead singer's name is LeJohn Witherspoon. I think I'm saying that name right. But, um, well, that's, well, that's, that was close to Corey. Yeah. It sounds like Corey. Well, you know, and <laughs> yeah. So LeJohn Witherspoon. Um, Thank God, Google. Yes. Thank you, Wikipedia. <laughs> Wikipedia. So if I'm wrong on that, that is... That's Wiki's fault. Yeah. So their guitarist name is Clint, Clint Corey. See, I was there. I oh. was in the ballpark. Oh, there you go. 
There you go. I've been drinking. Yeah, he's See, been drinking. See, this is what happens when your friend brings See, over whiskey and I, you're supposed to be studying. Yeah, he's supposed to be studying. Well, you, hey, you guys, you all remember what happened last time we had Brandy over here. Yeah. So, so look, we don't have... And a, we're talking about the liqueur. Right, right. So, so my only hope here is that, you know, that I don't, you know, that he doesn't feel the need to put me through a table <laughs> just because I said, you know, grunge was over and stuff. He said, he said this will teach you to talk about Nirvana. That's you know? right. <laughs> You're going to come as you are. That's right. (laughs) And you're going to go through the table. Wait, actually, a uh, little shout out to to my there's a ma- uh, my man Free Jack. Uh, he's a big time Pearl Jam fan, and and, oh, I know, yeah. and I know he would not be appreciating my my remarks about you know the grunge movement and Pearl Jam and all that. But uh, you know what, Free Jack, we're going to have you on the show and you come on and and he's a big time wrestling fan. So now he will come not only put me through the table, but probably come off the top rope with the you know with the. Uh, you know, with the frog splash or what have you, you know. <laughs> hey, listen, I, I love Justin, man. I, I, I told you I ran into him. I got to meet his son, and I wanted to tell his son so bad. You're so lo- – I would have bet money that his name would have been like either Eddie or like PJ or something like that for Pearl Jam because <laughs> Free Jack is such a big Pearl Jam yes, fan. Yes. Still is to this day. And, hey, you know what? They're one of those bands that – Again, they're one of the classics. They're one of the bands that you're going to pay to go see nowadays. Right. Because they're the original lineup. They sing and perform live. You know, and that's what I like about Metallica is when you go to pay money to see Metallica, guess what? You're seeing Metallica. You're listening to James Hetfield sing. Um, You know, you guys know I love Eddie Trunk, and, and Eddie Trunk brought this up on one of his shows. So on this world tour that the Metallica's on right now, they had started uh, a song. I, I don't know if it was Masters or Battery or Blackened or what, but Kirk actually messed up the intro, right? And he said, look, guys, you deserve better for, than that from me. Give me a second. I'm going to tune this up or change guitars, and I'm going to start that over. Wow. And I appreciate that. Yeah. As a fan that's paying my hard-earned dollar that doesn't stretch as far as it used to, to come see you, I appreciate that you're going to play for me live. Right. And, you know, Metallica's, they're just, like what I was talking, we were talking just a minute ago. Think about the catalog you have to have to be able to do a no-repeat weekend. Now listen to this, folks. If you're not familiar, I wasn't familiar with this, listen to this. So, currently, if you buy a ticket to a Metallica show... They're doing what they're calling the no-repeat weekend. And I'm not going to get this 100% spot on, but my understanding is is you're going to go to the show on Friday, you're going to go to the show on Sunday. The opening act will not be the same. And the set list that you hear will not have any repeated songs for both shows. And they're playing, I hear, for up to like two and a half to three hours. Man. And there has been some news out there or, or reports um, that people have went to several of those shows in a row and they didn't even hear like Inner Sandman. Like one of their biggest hits. One of their biggest hits, yes. right? So you go see them four times and you haven't even heard Inner Sandman. Wow. You know, think about the catalog and the lasting that you have to have, you know, and then you have a great cigar and whiskey. I mean, Metallica is doing it right. Oh yeah, they they now this band here. I don't even, I don't know anything about them, but this is such a great remake. Of I mean, they they showed it a lot of respect. They they updated it, you know, to today. Um, 
and yeah, it's a female singer, but man, she pulls it up. She doesn't just scream. She actually sings, you know, just like James. That's the other thing I, I respect about Metallica. Like he was saying, they are musicians. You know, they're not just screaming, banging their heads. And, you know, I hate everybody. Kill, kill, kill. They sing. They make music. Yes, they you know? do. And so, like, so this, the, I don't even know who this is. I just found it on Apple Music, and I thought, oh, that was fantastic. Kilted uh, Warfare. <laughs> and Chris Poland. I, I have no idea who those people are. Uh, but hey, they're doing a good job. So now this playlist will be available. He's going to have it in the show notes now. There is a song at the end called by another guy I don't know anything about. His name's Just Joe, is what he calls himself. And he does a piano, just piano and voice version of, of Blackened, where you can catch the emotion from the song, not just the heaviness. Um, you actually catch uh, the emotion uh, and what he's trying to say. And. Um, uh, and 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 that kind of brings me to my other point. Uh, you know, I I think uh, part of the reason why metal has died uh, and why you don't find good metal artists like Metallica now is because so many of us have been taught. And tell me if this sounds familiar, anybody. You know, anger and violence are always bad. Okay, they're not. That's like saying fire is always bad. Well, guess what? Fire heats our home. Fire uh, moves most of our cars. Fire uh, cooks our food, but it's controlled. It's channeled. If we just said, "Nope, fire burns down forests and kills people," nope, no more fire. Well, where where would we be? We, yeah. certain, you know, so your uh, uh, your anger, uh, your frustration. Again, don't take it out on other people. Don't let it spew out uncontrolled. You know, where you hurt people, you hurt their. You know them physically or mentally absolutely that's wrong but but to say no i got to get rid of my anger got to got to uh no more anger no more violence um no i think you need to take that energy and control it make that if you're frustrated and angry take it to the gym take it uh in, into your work where you get that project done ahead of schedule see you channel that now what what does this have to do with metal? Uh, this is because see, metal used to be sort of this outlet that people could take their frustration. But but if you're going to teach everybody that anger and violence is always wrong, guess what disappears? The the good you know really good metal. Uh, and and I think that's why nowadays just and guys, if you don't believe me, go to the let let's say the Apple Music go to the um, you know the charts you know top 100. They have top 100 pop, top 100 jazz r&b and you'll see a rock top 100 now i i put it to you look at the top 30 people playing right now doing tours right now and even if you're into rock if you're into i guarantee you 90 percent of those people you've never heard of and you've never heard any of their music and you've certainly never heard it on the radio um or anything like that and there's well, a, and a, and a reason you, for that go ahead after Lars gets through taking his anger out on those drums every night, I guarantee you he's got to feel better. Yeah, he, he's probably he's probably like back there all mellow, like, hey guys. Yeah, I mean, if you hear you him know. talk in interviews, you know, it's because that is his outlet. Mm -hmm. You know, um, not only does he have to be, you know, again, and I will just speak for myself, but one of the top three drummers of all time to me, uh, the way he introduced the, the and I, he maybe he wasn't the first, but the double bass pedal and the way that he plays those. If I see a set of Tama drums, the first name that comes to my mind is Lars. Now, see, now again, now 
uh, the first one comes to my mind is Neil Neil Pert of Rush. Well, yes, you yes. know, but, again, but different style of music. He may be the though. greatest. Him and John Bonham, those might be the three greatest drummers of all time. Mm-hmm. But the way that Lars <laughs> plays those Jeez. drums, I mean, it's like he's leaving a piece of himself on those skins every night that right. he's playing them. Right now, now what we have here, we have live back in black from ACDC. Um, just a little nostalgia here. If, if many of you remember the Blue Jean Network, it was on ABC. Used to come on Friday nights at midnight, and they would have a concerts. You know, like an hour-long concerts, and they would have like Blue Oyster Cult, ACDC, uh, Pat Benatar. You know, just kind of different people. Aerosmith was on there more than once, and this is like in the early '80s. This is like '80, 80, '81, '82. All right. All right. So, um, uh, so I'm I almost never missed a, an episode. Uh, Friday nights at midnight. So now, also that should tell you about my my uh, my luck with the ladies because I never missed an episode. Friday nights <laughs> midnight. I was in front of my TV watching the Blue Jean Network, um, uh, and back then I didn't have a cigar and whiskey in my hand to even keep me company. So you know, <laughs> man. But still, a great uh, a great performance. I think this is uh, this is from '81. I don't think it's from Blue Jean, but it came real close. I was looking through all all the the archives and stuff. Well, and we talk about Metallica, and and again, we're going to talk about them a lot on this episode because we're smoking their cigar, we're drinking their whiskey. Right on. And to me, I'm still I'm and again, guys, I'm not a big drinker, so take this for what it's worth. Even the lingering aftertaste of the whiskey is not what I expect a whiskey to be. Usually, whiskeys to me are harsh. You've yes. got a bitter taste in your mouth. Kind of a sour thing sour, af- yeah. afterwards. Now, yeah. I don't know if it's because this cigar and this whiskey are balancing each other out so finely, but it is just such a smooth... I have like a smooth feeling. It's almost like it's cleansing my palate, and I'm getting more out of this blackened than I usually get. And this isn't my first time having one. Yeah, and if you guys recall, uh, b- before we put Adam to the table, I, uh, that that Thanksgiving night, uh, I think he was, I think he was rocking a blackened yeah. uh, back then. So, um, but yeah, now now as I as I've kind of coming past the first third, I think we, what we both got Churchill's. Is yeah, that right? we we are. This is my first Churchill, and so we are smoking the blackened M eighty one Churchill, and now you. Cut yours with a guillotine cutter, yeah, and I cut mine with a V cutter. Uh, I don't know if that makes any difference. I'm getting a nice draw, a nice even burn. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm still kind of what I would say in my first third of this Churchill. Um, to me, the blacken, it, it almost as we get into that second third is when we start to get a little bit of sweetness. We're going to get a little bit of chocolate. Yes. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how that pairs with the blackened whiskey. Um, but uh, you know, Metallica has. To me, always been part of my life. Is, is, is I mean, even when I was telling you this story, I'm old enough to remember when the way you got a Metallica T-shirt was you had to order one out of a Thrasher magazine. Okay, hand, show of hands, who remembers Thrasher magazine? Right yeah. on. So I mean, you know, you would pay a dollar seventy-five cents, whatever, maybe two bucks for a Thrasher magazine because we yeah. all had to see what Tony Hawk and Steve Caballero and the boys were up to over Powell. Hit, hit a little more here. Hold on. Um, but. I had a friend, Tony, I remember his dad coming home with the uh, Metallica Garage Days LP on cassette. On cassette, baby. And 
nothing made us grab our vision psycho sticks more and get out the door, you know, because there was two things you you knew we were going to have. We were going to have our boom box with some Metallica playing, and we'd have our Mr. Zog sex wax so we could lube up those curbs so we could rail slide and stuff, right? That's old school skateboarding, right? And Metallica, you know, early Chili Peppers, all this, you know, those... Uh, those were the bands that you listened to when you were skateboarding because you were getting your anger out. Right, you right. Know? You weren't hurting anybody. No. Well, you might hurt yourself because, <laughs> you know, if you, you were trying to ollie over things that you shouldn't have been trying to ollie over because you had a bigger self-confidence because you were listening to these bands that made you feel like, yeah, I can do this. Right. You know? Right. And see, and at, and at that same time, I was, uh, the, where I was at, there was a lot of like suicidal tendencies being played. It was more of a punk scene. Yeah, suicidal tendencies, which is funny because Rob, the bass player from Metallica now, which I think he is the longest running bass player from Metallica now because they had Cliff, then they had Jason Newstead, and then now they have Rob. But he was the bassist in suicidal tendencies. Wow. Hey, what do you know? See, he came full circle, you know, and, and, uh, and I believe he still does some stuff with suicidal tendencies. Rob Tehillo, I think I know I'm jacking up his last name, um, but he actually started out as a jazz bassist. Wow! And, See, look at that. Um, and he is just a, such a phenomenal bass player. Not to take anything away from Cliff, surely not to take anything away from Jason, because you know he was all the bass player that I remember. You know, in Metallica, um, but Rob. Robert, he is a phenomenal bass player, and he could not have fit into Metallica any better. No, by the way, it, who we got in the back of this is Trivium, uh, another decent metal. Who again? They play music. They don't just—I mean, they do scream, but uh, they, they do play music. They're real talented, and there's this is their song called Black. Just want to give them a shout. Um, now, now, what you were saying about. Um, if you if you see uh, there was an old Metallica video that they had um, and it was um, you know had the, some of their really old uh, archives now it features a Cliff Burton bass solo and uh, there's oh, there, there's not too many bass solos out there no. uh, and uh, so if you ever have a chance to to check that out you know on on whatever uh, platform or or you know your buddy has a, a DVD or what have you definitely get watch cliff burton and you'll see what what made him uh, so popular and what made him so legendary and and what <clears throat> and you know we were talking about cliff's death and um see blackened and and justice for all that was the comeback album for yep. uh you know he's gone we're back and here comes blackened you know you know, badder than ever, and that was a real comeback. It was a real uh, resurrection, if you will. And uh, so, uh, and Sean was reminding me. So when Cliff died, that you know the bus turned over on the highway, and all the other guys were in the bus too. Yeah. So you talk about anger, sadness, grief. Right. They they you know took their break. They they grieved their loss, and they put their anger of losing their friend into this new album right you know right right they channeled it they didn't say oh it's bad Let, let's just not talk about it la 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 no they channeled it and it came out and justice for all and uh uh you know you have a friend who was saying that was metallica's best album ever yeah and i mean think about it because that not only was there a traumatic event where we just lost our brother our bassist our you know our friend you know you've got that trauma and then you have the what is to be of our band right and but then 
they were also involved. So that was a, a huge traumatic event for all the guys. Right. And this is the mid eighties where, you know, people weren't ta- talking to you about talking to a counselor or somebody that could help you. You know, it's like, where do you channel that? Right. And I present to you one of probably the greatest heavy metal albums of all time and justice for all. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, exactly. You know, there is emotion in that album. Right. And just like there's emotion in this cigar, there's emotion in this conversation <laughs> we're having right now. Right, you know. And uh, now, now what? Now what were you saying? Uh, now what were those? What were those? Uh, those decks that I mean the. Oh yeah. So we, you know, we're talking about skateboarding, and uh-huh. and there was actually a line of skateboard um, decks, and they had Metallica on the bottom of them. And um, let's see, let me see if I can pull that up real quick because. Um, I, I never had the actual skateboard deck, but I did have uh, several of the sticker. Um, this is just Joe. Okay. But he, he shows this the respect. That he, it, most people miss the emotional side of a black. But blackened, so this is oh, what I said. Oh, Pal Peralta and... Uh, Zorlak. Wow, there you the, go. Zorlak and Pal Peralta. Hey, you old school them. thrashers, don't act like you don't know who that is. That's right. You hey, know. you better be down with Pal Peralta. That's, so that's where the boy Rodney Mullins and and Mike McGill. I, I got to skate with those guys one time. Wow. So um, I had a friend, John Skeeter, who was uh, uh, he was a. So this is how this is how old school we're going. Okay, he was signed to a semi semi pro deal with Pal Peralta. And so that what that meant was is he had a, a a chance to get signed to a full contract, but um, you know skateboard companies used to travel like bands, and Pal Peralta was in Tulsa doing a live skate demo, and it was Tony Hawk, Mike McGill, Peanut Brown, uh, Steve Caballero, um, and I'm sure I'm missing some Tony Hawk, and. So there used to be an old skate park here in Tulsa indoor called Daddios. And since John was part of the Powell semi-pro team, we got to go with John and warm up with those guys at Daddios. And uh, I have a Jimmy Z shirt that was signed by all the guys. Wow. And, and, you know, I was probably, oh, I was probably 11, 12, and had no business being in there. And um, I was on a seven-foot half pipe. And my mom was just about to leave. And, you know, when you don't ever want your mom to embarrass you. And so and my mom's telling me, do you need a helmet? You know, and I'm like trying to be cool, you know. And and unfortunately, Daddy was like, yeah, he needs a helmet. <laughs> and so I was like, I had never messed up dropping in. And here I am trying to drop in next to like Peanut Brown. And I completely missed the board and go face first oh, <laughs> into man. the half pipe. So it's probably a good deal that I did get that helmet on. Oh so. my gosh, man! Oh man, that's that's crazy. That is craziness right there. That was the first time I ever skated in, in a bowl, which was awesome. So, and I got to see him doing like the McTwist and all that stuff. I'll never forget that. It was just one of those memories. And you know what? Metallica was being played while we were in there skating. Oh yeah. So like and I said, were... Metallica's always been a part of my life. Yeah, it's a. It, you know, this stuff can be certainly for us. It's a soundtrack. You know, to our lives. You know, we we hear. You know, we hear Ride the Lightning. We hear uh, Master Puppets and different tracks. And guess what? Yeah. It t- takes us right back. Takes us right back to times in our lives. And and. Uh, uh, you know, I, I remember, um, so so I finally got uh, Garage Days, 
as I was graduating high school and uh, you know moving out on my own, you know, uh, you know brain salad, what is it, brain salad surgery and yeah. and uh, that remake of Sweet Leaf, Sweet Leaf and, yeah, yeah, and so. You know, so every time I hear those tracks, uh, the weight or the small hours, uh, you know, tremendous. Uh, I have not, that on vinyl in the house right now. On vinyl, listen yes. to that, folks. Listen yes. to that on vinyl, and uh, it really takes me back. Um, um, so, and uh, now even even later on when they did like their S and M. Uh, stuff, you know, yeah. with the with orchestra. The yeah, with the orchestra. Yeah, it, um, you know, again, I know people change. I know people, uh, you know, evolve. But, uh, you know, I, I think that's what Garage Days and, and Revisited were so popular because they, uh, it, it, it reminded you of who they were, you know, when and they were coming up. And, uh, you know, just, just tremendous, you uh, um, and so it, that same video that shows the Cliff Burton uh, bass solo, they also do interviews with Lars, and he's talking about, oh, who, who, who influenced us? Now, some of you old schoolers, see if you <laughs> know any of these. So Hit the trivia button. Here we go. So they were influenced by like Angel Witch uh, and Samson, and some of the, they mentioned some of those bands. And um, so if you remember uh, those guys... Uh, they influenced Metallica as they were as they were coming along, and um, uh, again, just a big part of our life. Yeah, the cassette, the the Walkman, oh, you know, man. the uh, you know the uh, the when we got the Black album on CD for the first time, you know, when it came out, I, I did you know that was a, that was one of the first albums I bought on CD. Didn't worry about the cassette, you know, and uh, I love that CD. Yeah, it's just uh, you know, it's just. Uh, you know, it's just great. Although, again, they were kind of going more alt, uh, more indie than I liked. Uh, you know, I liked their almost speed metal influence on their earlier albums. Yeah. And, uh, like, nothing else matters and stuff. I mean, good track, but it's like, okay, then we started doing too much of that to me uh, with Metallica. Uh, Wherever I May Roam was probably my favorite yeah. song off of that mm -hmm. album. There were several good ones. Inner Sandman is a great song. I remember... Uh, just the anticipation for that music video on MTV. You know, that's when we used to anticipate music videos, you know? <laughs> it's like, oh my God, you know, Metallica's going to be on MTV and it's going to be in a primetime slot. Right. And, you know, I don't have to stay up for Headbangers Ball or, or Ricky Rackman or whatever, you know, to see Metallica. <laughs> You know, oh, so. yeah, yeah, see, now, now I never missed Headbangers Ball on Saturday nights. Uh, you know, this was uh, much later, you know, I'd moved and we got MTV. Uh, so on Saturday nights, I hardly ever missed that. Again, attesting to my uh, my prowess with the ladies. So uh, <laughs> Saturday night, I was, uh, you know, 18, 19 years old. Tune in to Headbangers Ball Saturday night, you know. Right on. Well, know? hey, I was right there with you. So, um, and you know, and there's, and I, I, I kind of say this half jokingly, but there's a reason why on Beavis and Butthead, one of them wore a Metallica T-shirt. That's right. I mean, you know, and the other one is ACDC. ACDC, yeah. yeah. I think yeah. I think Butthead wore the Metallica shirt, um, but I, I could have them backwards. But uh, I mean, you know, uh, I'm getting into the second third of the cigar. I'm starting to pick up some more of the some of the the, the chocolate, a little bit more of the sweet notes. Uh, just took another swig off of the uh, the. Metallica blackened here, and if if you're not familiar with the whiskey, again, guys, I'm not uh, I, I'm amateur at best. I'm pre-amateur, whatever, you know, uh, whiskey drinker. So again, I, I'm 
I, I'm going to mess things up. I'm not going to use the right words. And, uh, you know, I'm not the, the dram amateur. You know, look, I got it that time and I'm drinking. Um, but so the whiskey, is, it's made and, and there's a pro- the aging process and all that. And from what I understand is the last part of the process of the blackened whiskey is the barrels are put into a room and Metallica's music is played while it's finishing its aging process. And that's why around the blackened on the label of the whiskey bottle, it's almost like sound waves. And that's not just to represent Metallica, but the music is actually played to enhance the notes of the whiskey. Wow, yeah. that's. Uh, does that do anything? Sure it does, because I don't know any better. So I'm going to tell you it does. Now, if you're uh, an avid whiskey drinker, you may beg to differ, and, and please feel free to do so. Um, but to me, they're doing something right with this whiskey. And it's it's not a harsh whiskey. No. It goes great with the Blackened uh, by Drew Estate. Drew Estate did a hell of a job with the cigar. Um, I, I, I'm going to grab the bottle here because I don't even... I say Metallica makes this whiskey. There may be Maker's Mark or somebody. I'm going to look on this bottle right, here. I'm going to hand quick. that over to I'll you. I'll let you kind of talk to the people Okay, real quick. and he's going he's gonna to kind of read it over, see what's going on. Yeah, definitely. And now as I come to the um, middle of the cigar, this this big Churchill that, that we're herfing, um, definitely yeah, I think more, especially with the whiskey, it's kind of more dark chocolate. Uh, it's kind of more... Uh, and, but it still brings out that sweetness of, I think the, there's like a vanilla kind of overtone to the whiskey or some kind of white birch or some kind of uh, something like this. Um, now, interestingly enough, with this cigar, you know, you always talk about, people always talk about they get cedar notes with this. And there's zero cedar uh, with this cigar to me. It's just full on, like think of it, dark chocolate and coffee perhaps. Um, it is definitely a, what what I would call like an earthy kind of black flavor, kind of black soil kind of flavor. And uh, now the only other part I want to say, we were talking about channeling your anger and stuff. See, blackened. Uh, if you look at the lyrics, the, especially the last few uh, stanzas, he talks about the hidden potency. See, blackened is what happens worldwide if you don't channel that anger and then it spews out and then it hurts people and it kills people and all this blackened is what happens when it, it when it's not controlled aka he i'm sure he was thinking about nuclear war back in the late 80s um you know this uncontrolled just uncontrolled fire flame force but again if you control all that again you have you have and justice for all. You get things done. You make you make strides at the gym. Uh, you know what, whatever your project is, whatever you're trying to do, you take that because it's going to be there, folks. It's going to be there. So blackened uh, in the end is the song is about the song is about look control it or ultimately this is what's going to happen to the world. Uh, you know and to us if we don't learn to control. Um, and of course, uh, you know, you can see it even today around the world, you know, uh, different parts of the, of the world, uh, they're not controlling and they're just battling it out for really for no good reason. If you think about it, no good reason. There's no, no one was protecting anybody and two of our major conflicts right now, no one's protecting anybody. They're just battling it out. They're just, you know, trying to take or whatever. So blackened is a warning to say, Hey, on your personal life channel it don't take it out on people don't take it out on animals don't take it out channel it let it help you get your work done get your gym done get your uh you know and of course the black and whiskey and black and cigar are 
examples of when he did channel it, when they did, and look what they created. Uh, the, uh, um, absolute, in my opinion, I kid you not, folks, I don't use this word every day, masterpiece of a cigar. That's the first time you've ever heard me say that about a cigar, but this one, and this is my first time trying it, this is my very first blackened, this is a masterpiece. Uh, this I, is one of those cigars that you have one, and you also make sure you have a couple more in your humidor. Mm-hmm. Now, now uh, what's the price range on these sticks? So we got the Churchills from our good friend Steve over at the Tulsa Hills Cigar Cellar. Woohoo! I always thought it was Tulsa Hills Cigars. That's what I've always called it. Um, Patrick, if you remember Patrick, one of our pit masters from our last episode, he called it the uh, Cigar Cellar, and that is actually its name, is the Tulsa Hills Cigar Cellar, and we got the blackened from the Tulsa Hills Wine Cellar. So what it says on the front of the bottle here, um, so it looks like it's a collaboration uh, between, um, it's bottled by Sweet Amber um, out of Columbus, Ohio. Um, it, it doesn't really give me a maker, uh, so Metallica, um, but it says blackened. A blend of straight whiskeys finished in a black brandy casket. See, that's that sweetness. You remember that brandy yep. we had the other day? That's exactly where that sweetness is coming from, from that brandy. If you remember that brandy had a had a kind of a, a really sweet overtone that went with these cigars. I'm not surprised at all. Uh, uh, I kept saying that and uh, definitely uh, I so so think of it. So this this whiskey is going to have like a almost kind of a that sweet kind of brandy overtone to it that's what mellows it out you know it's not and like he said he's not even a whiskey drinker folks it's not harsh it's not making him cough he's not like oh this is so smooth i didn't want to spit it out as soon as it hit my mouth (laughs) right so like so and i guarantee you sean i'll i'll just put you on the spot here you know your first try of say jack daniels or seager oh, seven i, I can bet you tell like, you Ugh. like evan williams just puking my guts up from oh, really? even trying that stuff as a underage drinker when so again listen we're not encouraging underage smoking <laughs> or drinking please t- act drink smoke responsibly yes. 21 years are over um all that good you know we'll get all that good legal jargon out of the way but um what what i another thing that i would want to say is if we don't get to, a chance to talk to you guys before, we're, we're wanting to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas. Absolutely. Merry and, Christmas um, and Happy if, Holidays. If you're looking for something for that special cigar smoker in your life, you're not going to go wrong with one of these Black and M81s by Drew Estate. Buy two of them because I promise you they're going to smoke one, they're going to give you a big hug, and then they're going to give you another hug because you were smart enough to think to get them two of them. Now uh, you guys can share them. Yeah. Well, and, and then and to, to, for your whiskey, it, even if you have a whiskey aficionado, you think, oh, he's such a snob. He's he's Mr. Bourbon. He's Mr. I guarantee you this blackened will go toe-to-toe with anything he's got on the shelf. I promise you. At the top of the bottle, it says, blacken the world. Blacken the world. There you go. And, and, and so, uh, another so, thing I want to kind of mention real quick, if um, I don't get a chance uh, to, to talk to you guys before Christmas, um, this is just something that, that's, to me, this is, is a, the reason I started this podcast. So this is a personal story. It's a, it's a personal thank you. It's, a, it's, a, it's something that has brought me a real sense. I've been, like I said, Sting, Sid Vicious, they got me from Halloween <laughs> Havoc. Hardcore, right? <laughs> And this is something that has brought me just a sense of, of almost gratitude, right? Uh, I'll use that word. Um, so I've got two friends that I have made through the podcasting world. Dave and Rob over at 
totally 80s and 90s recall. If you want to hear a great, great nostalgic podcast, two Gen X dudes that talk about music, movies, TV shows, everything pop culture. Well, let me just be honest. If you want to hear a professional podcast, tune in to Dave and Rob over at totally 80s, 90s recall. But, you know, again, I, was, I posted a picture of a cigar one night. Rob asked me, Sean, are you a cigar guy? I asked him, yeah, are you? He said, no, but I want to be. But he didn't. He didn't have no idea where to start, and so that's what sparked smoking sounds, right? Loving cigars, loving music, loving brother Justin over here. You know, uh, we've been playing with microphones and sounds for a long time. Oh my gosh, and, too too long. And uh, so I sent Rob a message this week, and I said, hey, you know, got got a few extra cigars. Uh, and you guys know that's no. I know we're talking about the Blackened by Drew Estate, but I, I'm not shy about loving Rocky Patel's Vintage 1999, especially if you're brand new to cigars. And I said I, I would love to send one your way, Rob. You know, if you don't mind giving me your address, uh, you know. And so he was like, "What, really?" And so I was able to put together a care package for Rob, and I sent him. These are the cigars I sent him. Uh, We've got the Rocky Patel Vintage 1999. Uh, I also put in a little uh, Fuentes, uh, uh, Connecticut, because I think everyone should start with a Fuente. That's yeah, another great brand. It's, it's a nice, mild um, blend to start with. A La Aroma de Cuba, Connecticut, Robusto. That was one of our first ones we that, did. What, that, yeah. That right? And okay. then um, I sent uh, My Father, Connecticut. And the last one I sent him was Henry Clay's Warhawk. Which I have not had a chance to smoke, but I hear it is a fantastic cigar. So um, I got that in the mail, got Rob the tracking, and I mean he has just—he's beyond excited. Um, and and I love those guys over at Totally Eighty, Dave and Rob. And and if Dave was into cigars, I hey he would have got some from me too. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Dave's really into Jordans, and I you know I don't really know much about Jordans, or if I could, I'd pack him up a pair of Jordans and send them to him but from what he's telling me he, I think he already has them all but um, I'm telling you guys if you if, if you like our podcast and again I love you guys' response man I now, cannot, thank you all so much I hey, can't believe the amount of downloads we, we've been getting and we're just two two dudes here in the Carhole Lounge that's right you know we bring on special guests like you know Pastor Rick or Pit Bosses uh, you know I mean and uh, you guys have just shown us so much love and so much uh uh, you know, so much uh, support for, for what we're doing. And, and we like to think, uh, I certainly do, that, that we're kind of bringing cigars and whiskey. We're bringing it out of the snooty uh, places, bringing it down to the common man. Like, hey, if, if you were kicked back with your buddies and some dude knew about cigars, he'd say, hey, try one of these. This is what you're going to get. This is how it's going to taste. Um, so, uh, and that's what, that's, what, that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're trying to bring this, you know, back to the back to the back porch as it were and justin if you don't i know we're kind of getting towards into this um, but if you don't mind i would like to just talk about a few people that have reached out to us and have had just such amazing things to say about the podcast if Absolutely. you don't mind so uh, on my instagram right now i've got a gentleman and I, i'm apologize because i don't have his 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 name but his uh handle on instagram is cigars the number four beginners and um we've been chatting and he sent me uh, uh, a message and uh, he just let me know 
uh, he said, hey, can you send me your podcast link? And he said, hey, I, great, I found your podcast. Great start. I look forward to the topics. Uh, I used to have a monthly, uh, monthly radio show. Your podcast is a lot of fun. And then just out of nowhere, he sends me greetings. Hope all is well. And you're having a great cigar. Love your podcast. When is your next episode coming out? Enjoyed all the previous ones. I mean, th- this feedback, and I cannot go without talking about my, two of my main guys here. Matthew, budget.cigar.smoker on Instagram. If you're not following him, follow him. Matthew is we've b- developing a good friendship. And my boy... The crazy gringo himself, J-Ram, he's doing live Instagrams, he's doing YouTube lives. Man, you got to follow the crazy gringo, the budget smoker, cigars for beginners. And there's Jim, there's there's a, so many guys that are messaging me and just complimenting. And one of the gentlemen said, "I what I love most, and this has been one of the compliments that I have really taken, and I think, Justin, I've told you this, and, and not just that I love that people are actually quoting you over the podcast, but you know... <laughs> They said, this is what I, I feel like I'm at the lounge and I'm just hanging out with a couple of buddies and I would like, people are talking to us while they're listening to the podcast, right? Excellent, yeah. And uh, one guy said, I love that your podcast is not just about, oh, what's the cigar of the year? Look, I want to talk to you guys about cigars. I want to talk to you about music. I want us to get to know one of the, each other. I don't know what the top. I am not qualified to give you that information. I'm going to tell you what I'm smoking, what I'm liking, what I'm not liking. Right. I think Justin, you're going to do the same thing. Right. Uh, you know, and I apologize. I've kind of strung this more the cigar way. A lot of people love Justin's pipe. Educa- now, he's now an stay- educator of the pipe, and we're going to get more into that. I promise you. Now, now stay tuned because eventually we're we're going to visit um, we're going to visit a, a pipe club. And Sean's going to be totally out of his element. It's going to be nothing but pipe tobacco, nothing but pipes, and and you know the accessories and and such and such. And uh, yeah. but um, that's going to be later in um, uh, in the year, uh, next year. I mean, and uh, but we have a lot of big things planned uh, for in January, if if nothing else. Right. So you guys, I mean, we have some people lined up. I won't 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 really get into it right this second, but uh, we have some big, uh, literally guys who produce cigars, uh, guys who are in the business, who you know are going to let us come in and kind of hang and and talk about uh, you know the biz and kind of what it's about. Um, hey, before we get out of here, while we're kind of on the subject, let's say we've got somebody that's listening and they're saying, you know what, my wife's looking for something to get me for for Christmas. What's what's a good pipe someone could get for Christmas? Just a, just a quick, hey, here's a pipe, here's a lighter, here's a good tamper, here's a good pipe tobacco to start with. Okay. Give, so, them, give them a little little care package right, to get so, for uh, so So, yes, yeah, so, so we're thinking care package here. You don't need to buy that $300 pipe. You don't need you know, all that. So I don't need the Dracula by Peterson? No. Uh, well, you might, but uh, most people... You, look, if, you're, if, you're, if your significant other is looking at... You, or you want to get them into pipe smoking because you love the smell. So, okay, here's what you do. Get them... Uh, most places will have like a basket, like briar pipe, you know, say for 25 bucks, And uh, uh, you get them maybe um, a couple ounces of, say, Lane 1Q... Or Captain Black, uh, regular something that smells good. Okay, um, uh, they sell these little pipe tools, these check pipe tools. They're like they're like 
two dollars. So I mean, you could get out of there and maybe get him a. Um, uh, maybe get him a, a thing of those, you know, those long like, kitchen matches, you know, those real long mat, like fireplace matches. Um, you could put all that together, probably under. We're talking under forty bucks with taxes wow. and everything. Walk out the door, forty bucks, and he's gonna love it. Yeah. He is gonna love it, uh, not because it's fancy, not because it has the names or whatever, but you know, it's again, it's not the gift, it's the thought. And with pipe smokers, we are a thinking. Uh, con- contemplative uh, group, so we we respect the thought that goes, but not you know just because you ran in and bought a, a five hundred dollar pipe, big deal, right? Wah, you still got to know how to pack it and smoke it, right? And so um, so that's what I would do for a beginning pipe smoker. Um, now, if if you wanna, um, it's a little late now, you know, for the holiday season, but. But if you wanted to, say, get them something for their birthday or whatever, uh, um, corncobpipe.com has a bunch of these really nice corn cobs like the Dune Shire, uh, which is a kind of a hobbit kind of uh, church warden type, a little fancier. Again, but even that pipe, guess what? $33. You know what I'm saying? So, wow. so this is, we're talking budget friendly. Um, again, get him that 1Q, get him that BC, Lane's BCA, Get him that uh, Peter Stockaby's uh, Burley and Black if that's if they carry the Stockaby line. Um, again, uh, a lot of times you can get out of there under, I'd say under fifty dollars, under forty-five sometimes if you hit it right. Uh, again, it's the thought, but, but with, uh, with the pipe smoker especially, again, it's the thought that you put into it, not the fancy brands or the shiny this that. It's the thought that went uh, behind it. Wow. And if you have that special someone that's, you know, hey, I want to, I want to start smoking cigars. Obviously, anything by Macanudo. Um, Very mild. Uh, uh, my father's Connecticut. Anything by Fuentes. Um, you know, a, a Vertigo lighter, twenty bucks. Right. You know, a cheap eight dollar ashtray, a, a two dollar. I mean, the punch I put I put in Rob's care package was literally a dollar ninety nine. You know, if you're a new cigar smoker, learn just knowing how to cut a cigar can be. Very overwhelming. Right. And a punch is a great way. You punch into that cigar, light it up, you know. And Rob's even picked it. He's made him a Tupperdor, you know. So I sent him a Bovita pack, 69%, you know. Right. And and, and most of the plates, if you go to these places and you look at all the cigars, and all the lighters, all the ashtrays, everything, you're like, oh, man. You know what? Explain to your tobacconist what you got going on. I got this person. They've never smoked a cigar. I need a couple of good sticks. I need an ashtray. I need a lighter. And you know what? Most of them, they're not going to fix you up with the the most expensive everything. They're not going to do that. They're going to say, hey, start out here. And uh, yeah. if he likes it, he can come back and get you know the uh, you know he can he can come back and get the uh, you know the twenty seven dollar stick later on if he wants to. But start him out with that. Uh, so again, even with cigars, same thing. It's the thought that you put, and so that your tobacconist will help you. Your tobacconist will will walk with you uh, and uh, uh, you know and help you pick out what you need. Um, by the way, so I'm getting down to kind of to the end of this, uh, you know, the last third. Yeah. And uh, now I would say the chocolate has disappeared. Uh, the spiciness has remained. Yeah, a little earthiness still. Mm-hmm. Very earthy, uh, very. Um, again, we're talking soil here. I mean, it doesn't taste like dirt. I'm not saying that. I'm taking that. That have you ever walked out of the 
uh, of your house after it rained and you smell that soil, that wet soil smell, I think it smells wonderful. I oh, love man. that smell. Like particularly in the springtime, uh, you come out and you smell that wet soil. That's what this kind of tastes like. It doesn't taste like dirt, I'm just saying, but it kind of, that smell will give you a, kind of a flavor profile of what of what we're experiencing at the... And the aroma of these blackens. Oh my gosh. Man. And it's not an, you know, a lot of people, and I've talked to... I don't remember who it was, but I was talking to somebody about the cigar, and, and, and they said, you know, I've kind of stayed away from it because I'm a little intimidated by it, right? It's a, it's a double Maduro. It just looks like it's going to punch you in the gut, and it's not. It's a very... No. It's a very mild Maduro, if I could say. I mean, it's, it's not a mild Connecticut, but, as in a, but if you want to put on some good heavy metal music and have you a good dark wrapper cigar, just enjoy while you're... You're, you're just taking out the stress of the day. Mm-hmm. This is the cigar that yes, you need. Yes, yes, definitely, uh, definitely. I would say that, and uh, yeah, don't be into. You know, uh, there are some double Maduros that I would say stay away from. I, I absolutely would. This one is not. But now, understand, it's it is heavy in flavor. This is yes. not. This is not a. This is not diary of a wimpy kid or whatever they what that is. You remember that? What is that? What they say? But this is not a wimpy kid. But he's right. but he's not a mean bully either. He's not going to punch, keep punching you in, in the nose. Okay, he's going to sit down with you and say, "Hey, let's get into some flavor." Um, I mean, and the burn is smooth. Yes, you know it, it keeps a good even burn. Uh, you know, again, me the first second you know as we're coming up to the final third here again yeah the spice is coming back i'm losing some of the chocolate yeah um getting the earthiness haven't really got any uh, maybe a hint of leather not um uh, and i don't know if that's whiskey playing off of the cigar um but this is also one of those that you just don't want to put down right you you want to finish this cigar now now for you beginners i will let me just jump in here real quick and say so sometimes you get cigars okay and you get this kind of sour taste that kind of comes out um, there's some classic Aussie right there. Um, so you get the sourness that kind of, you know, you get that kind of sour. This has none of that. Okay. No, it's, uh, it's, it's not earthy. At all. It's it's uh, like 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 uh, 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 fresh soil, if you will. Um, the aromatics absolutely. of it too. You're going to smoke one of these, and someone's going to say, "Hey, what's that cologne you're wearing?" Oh, I guarantee it. I That's guarantee it. That's blackened by Drew Estate Metallica. Right. I tell you, you know, if if they if they ever did put out a cologne, I'm afraid I'd be a fanboy. I'd have to run out and get it. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd be right behind you. <laughs> you know, so I'm right behind. Definitely. You. So, uh, so anyway, so uh, so definitely, this is now now honestly, now we're gonna smoke some cigars, and I'm not, you know, because some guys come on, they love everything they smoke. You know, you know why? Because they're paid. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're not paid by anybody. Hell, if, if I if I guess right, I mean, you know, James Hetfield might actually contact us and say, "Cease and desist, you amateurs." You know, <laughs> not really, but uh, but uh, no one's paying us to to say this about the. By the way, the whiskey comes in at about what fifty five. About yeah, about that. About, about fifty five. Forty nine ninety nine plus tax. That's at our local uh, Tulsa uh, uh, wine cellar. Okay, so the, there's your price. And now, now what'd you say? The uh, remind me of the price so on the sticks. On the sticks, you can get the robusto for ten. Uh, then they've got, I think, a Toro uh, that comes in at about ten seventy five. And then you jump to the Churchill, which is at eleven fifty. Now, guys, and, and now, this has been a brilliant, uh, yes. brilliant buy right now, here. Now, if you're a cigar smoker, and by the way, I want to put in a plug for I, they've taught me a lot at Cigars Daily on YouTube. Um, 
Uh, you can just watch their stuff on YouTube for free. They do have a paid uh, uh, access, but uh, I think they have a cigar part where you can buy cigars from them as well. Oh wow! So so uh, eleven is is really kind of on the lower end of things, believe it or not. For the so, cigar you're getting, yes. I for, mean, for this quality, for for eleven, I'm telling you, this is. Uh, I mean, I, I tell you what. Now I've had, and and I'll go ahead and say it. I've had a shot. I've had a uh, uh, Arturo Fuente uh, Hemingway. Yeah. It was seventeen dollars. Oh, and it probably didn't smoke as good. Oh as my one. God! It, it wasn't even close to this. It was. It was. It was absolutely. If it had been a two dollar stick, I would have been happy. But anything beyond that, I was like, there's no flavor. There's no nothing. Yeah. It's and sorry, Arturo Fuente. I know you Hemingway is one of your most popular lines, but to me, it was too mild. It was too chromatic. Uh, this was not seventeen. It's eleven, so way cheaper, a thousand times better. I you know so so guys, listen. It, it, talking about Christmas or talking about treating yourself, don't think. Well, I'll just buy the twenty-five dollar stick. That'll be the yeah. ultimate bomb cigar. Not necessarily. You need to listen to us, and we'll tell you. So this, the Churchill, the big boy, kind of comes in at $11. Yeah. And it's miles above the Hemingway, uh, miles above uh, a lot of cigars that I've had uh, that were almost twice the price. And if you're thinking, okay, Churchill, why? So if, if you, if you ba go back to when you were first listening to Metallica, remember when you used to steal your mom's Marlboro Light 100s? It was a lot longer. You know, <laughs> Think of that as the Churchill, right? So you want to sit down. You want to enjoy. You're thinking, man, Sean and Justin, they've got me where I'm going to put the And Justice for album on, right on. Uh, on, the, on the Crosby turntable or whatever it is you got. <laughs> you're right, you know, maybe you still got an old technique or whatever. Put the And Justice for All, uh, the, the Garage Black Album, whatever you want to put on. But think of the, the Churchill here as your, your partner in crime that's going to go with you through that album. Uh, and you're going to enjoy, you know, we tell you, you know, stay tuned so you never miss a beat or a draw. You're not going to miss it with this right here, I'm telling you. This is a fantastic cigar. And I love Drew Estate. They, they, I don't like their flavorful side of the acids and stuff. They're not bad cigars. That's just not my cup of whiskey. Um, see? <laughs> see what I did there? Um, Very clever. But I have not had one of their Liga Pravadas yet because I am intimidated by those. Um, uh, but uh, I tell you, I've bought uh, a couple of other Maduros from them, uh, and the black end is better than their higher-end Maduros. Not that they're bad Maduros. They're just, for the price, I feel like blackened is a much better cigar. Right. And 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 the other, the other thing I was going to uh, just kind of quickly mention, you were talking about the... You know all this, all these uh, cigars and stuff. Is that uh, 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 now this now 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 this this might be the uh, the whiskey talking here, but uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm not getting that nicotine kick. Right now, sometimes we get down to the uh, last part of the cigar. Guys, be aware. You know these do contain a lot of nicotine. Now this just seems to be a smooth delivery, a smooth. Uh, it's not again. It's not kicking you in the stomach. It's not making you. And and Sean is recovering from his attack uh, from Halloween Havoc. Dude, and I'm smoking this. I mean, I haven't and coughed. Right. And now now I've coughed once. I'm still getting over my crud I had. You know after after the Freebirds attacked me. Michael at, uh, PSA. Michael. I got you, Michael. Okay, so I want to just... Sorry, uh, Mama! You you old school. It's Michael P.S. Hayes. 
Terry Gordy. You remember the other Freebird? Well, I'll go ahead and tell you. His yeah. name was Buddy Roberts. I was going to say Terry Blanchard, but he was in the Four Horsemen. No, he was in the Four Horsemen. So, um, um, yeah. So <laughs> definitely. So, uh, but so so just a word to the wise on this that even the nicotine kick is not. It's it's there. It's okay. This is not nicotine free by any stretch of the imagination. Nope. But it's not going to come kick in the stomach like some of them other ones would. This one has a smooth delivery. It's just consistent and you know, and just um, you know. So if you're if you're kind of sensitive to nicotine, I still recommend the blackened. Yeah. Maybe the robusto. You know, maybe the smaller one. But if you're a little bit sensitive to nicotine or not sure how you do. Uh, blackened is still a good choice and that whiskey is still a good choice um, because again smoothness it doesn't punch you in the face it 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 says hey let's just sit down and 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 do right yeah if you if you're needing like you know you're like hey it's saturday night Headbangers Ball is going to be coming on soon. Right on. You know, I'm I'm not SOD, really lucky. Baby, I'm SOD. not really lucky in the uh, ladies department right now. I need something to Story keep me company. Life. Hey, look <laughs> for for sixty bucks, you're going to get you a bottle of whiskey, a great cigar. You're going to enjoy Headbangers Ball. You're going to enjoy uh, Kill 'Em All. You're going to enjoy whatever it is you're doing. Um, and because, if you're still and if you're still up, maybe, maybe uh, Ron Deshear up all night is still on USA. Yeah, you guys da- Dave that? Holmes may follow with 120 <laughs> minutes or something. You know, you never know what's oh, going. 120 minutes. And, oh my god. You get enough of the blackened in you, you may get every answer right on remote control. <laughs> Girl said yes, but he said no, because now he's got his own game show. It's remote control. <laughs> Guys. Listeners are going to cut us off. I tell you They're what. They're cutting us off, I Justin. tell you what. I tell you, hey. Send this over to Jay Ram. Say you, you guys ain't got nothing on us, man. I That's mean, right. We the can, crazy we, gringo. I tell you what, uh, you know. See, I can smoke this and watch some old Alf reruns, <laughs> baby, baby. Alien yeah. life form that is. <laughs> Just don't let him get the cat. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. Lucky the cat always has to escape. Now that's come right. on, hey, you know, you know it's kind of like uh, the A team. You know, you know, B A Baracus. He's always going to get them. Oh yeah, I, I love it when a plan comes together. Yes, you as, know, so. as as we light our cigars. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I tell you what, see that, see so so the whiskey is not alcohol free. That's right. You know when you get two <laughs> woos in an episode, it's been a good one. I tell you what. So so, so again, a recap here because I know the fans are kind of like, all right, these guys need to go to bed. We're cutting right. them off. That's right. Cut them off. All right, um, go ahead, man. So recap, you know, to kind of bring it all together here, uh, Cliff notes. Cliff Burton notes, I guess I'll call it. Um, so we, we popped the bottle of Blacken. We, we lit up the M81 by Drew Estate. We're pairing the whiskey and the cigar, and it's like your you know, right and left hand going together. Right. It just works. Right. The, the notes, the flavors, they are balancing each other out perfectly. Again, I'm not, I'm not a professional drinker. I'm not a whiskey connoisseur. If I were a whiskey drinker, I would have a bottle of this blackened in my cabinet. Uh, um, it is smooth. Absolutely. It, the what do you call it? The bo- uh, the bouquet. The, the po- bouquet is phenomenal. Yeah. I still have just a little bit left in the glass here, and and I just run my nose over it, and it's just not. You know, 
It's just not overpowering right. whatsoever. Right. right. You know that sour smell you get whiskey like you get the, you know, JD Green or, or Jack Daniels Green or the uh, Seagram Seven, you yeah. know, and Lord knows I've you know, where would my dating life be without Seagram Seven and Seven Up? Come on. <laughs> Listen, but, I've I've opened up some bottles of mad dog before that I'd didn't take smell the this forty good. dog, baby. You know, right <laughs> on Boot Boots Farm, here we come, baby. Strawberry Hill. We're gonna be on the hurricane if we're not careful. I tell you what, I tell you what. So um, uh, anyway, I'm sorry. I kind of interrupted no, you there. So, no, I'm glad you did. You know, that's uh, look, I'm glad you showed up. I'm glad you interrupted the midterm uh, study in here. You know, it's like uh, oh, I'm, well. I'm not going to be like Justin Bateman in uh, King Wolf 2 and, and try to cram after you leave. But, you know, someone's going to send me an angel. I tell you. I tell you and I think they already did in the form of blacking the whiskey and the cigar. Right on. And so, yeah, see, I'm already on academic probation anyway. So, you know what? Uh, uh, you know, just start uh, calling you style. That's right. <laughs> you got hey, you younger guys are gonna have to Google that, see what we're see, talking about. Dave and Rob got me on this nostalgic kick. I tell you, taking what. me back to the totally eighties and nineties recall. I'm telling, I'm gonna challenge him to a game of uh, Dig Dug. Uh -oh. and, you know, it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be on or that either that or Zaxxon. But it, the, the the real test is gonna be who can stay on the pogo ball the longest. Oh my God, <laughs> uh, 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 I, I'm I'm gonna lose on that one. I uh, my balance is terrible. Like if even if I if I took like a field sobriety test and they said stand on one foot for like five seconds, can't do it even if I'm sober. You know what I'm saying? So I can't do it. <laughs> Good even thing if you're I'm not sober. driving home I tonight. Know right off, man, because I would fail. They, they should follow my finger. Well, I can't do that either. So guess yeah. what? They're like, dude, you're you're messed up. You better but, hope uh, that ain't Roscoe Pico train pulling you over because you <laughs> know, coo, 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 coo. cuff them and stuff them. <laughs> But hey, you know, but that's what this is about. You know, we're having fun. We're in the car hole lounge. Uh -huh. We're enjoying some great music. Listen, Apple Music, Blackened is the playlist. Uh, we got the Mary Maduro on there. Uh, um, the uh, What's the Connecticut one? You the, uh, the Now, we have the Connecticut one. I don't know if we'll get a chance to use it, but even if it's after Christmas, we might. It's called Christmas in Connecticut Rapper. There we go. Is uh, it, Now, what it is, it's kind of a mixture of like, old stuff that's been redone and then the old stuff you know the original uh, so you get like re so it's kind of old and new and this is why i did it because so coke so so connecticut rapper is a relatively new rapper maduro means mature and connecticut rapper means that you know that it's 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 a shade grown so it's it's harvested rather quickly so but but the filler in the cigar of course has been fer fermented for a long time so you have old and new together you have old and new together and that's what the Christmas in Connecticut uh, shade Christmas in Connecticut wrapper uh, playlist is it's old and new together like so you'll hear um, and by the way just uh, for you uh, people following this stuff at keeping score at home there is one song. That made it on Mary Maduro and Christmas in Connecticut rapper playlist. Those two playlists have only one song that has repeated. And I did so because we lost the singer this year. Uh, and he was like one of the last of the crooners. He was one of the last of the uh, really dignified, you know, uh, gentlemen uh, who, who did that. So... I uh, want you to get both playlists and see if you can find out who the what the one song is that uh, was actually repeated uh, on both playlists. And I did that on purpose. So uh, I'll let you guys find that. Let us know if you find out who it is and uh, get the playlist and, and go through it. There's remixes on the Connecticut one. And, of course, Maduro is kind of more bluesy, rock, country, you know, kind of harder 
kind of stuff. Uh, and make sure you're following us on all social medias mm-hmm. at Smoke and Sounds Pod because uh, just kind of a teaser here, and I, I, I'm going to run this by Justin later, so he's kind of hearing about this for the first time as well. Is, Uh-oh. Uh, we're going to do a giveaway. Oh, no. I have enjoyed Perdomo's 30th anniversary Maduro so much. I, I want to give one away. Yeah, so so now I would like to get one into someone's hands that that has not had one. Uh, so we're going to think of a way to to be creative, you know, right, um, and see what you got. Now listen, now always the, no scam here. We don't want any money from you. You know, we're yeah. good, we're just going to send it to you. You don't have to give us your credit card or nope. or your, your email address your, your, or anything. Right? No, because we're not going to. You know, this is not about getting. Uh, you know, names for a company like Timu or something like that. Uh, it's just going to be, hey, share it with us. We're going to figure out what what you guys need to do. Uh, but then all you have to do is provide your, uh, you know, your uh, address for us to address. send it to you. Right, and because that's it. That's what no. this is. This is a community. Right. It's right. This, you know, it's the lounge, the Carho lounge. Carho. Formally, is, is, some people say garage, but I'm not French. Yeah, we're, the garage lounge just doesn't play like the Carho. Carho. Right? Yeah. You know, and uh, you know, and I tell people all the time if you're local. You, you want to come by we're recording you're more than welcome to come by the car hole lounge even if you don't want to be on a mic which we have not ran into that problem yet <laughs> it's like justin said it's, it's something about the car hole lounge makes everybody come towards the mic right exactly and uh, so you know so, and we're so grateful for that so we will never ask for your credit card or for your paypal or anything like that none of that so no no scams here guys and nobody's paying us no metallica sure ain't paying us hell no. uh, and that reminds me i gotta say this i know we're running a little long here uh, thank you guys for 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 bearing with us uh i messaged lars it's been about two months ago messaged him on instagram because uh just one wanted to see if i get a response um but uh, lars check your inbox uh, uh my message is in there <laughs> Feel free to send me a response. I don't even remember what I asked you now, but uh, uh, <laughs> but please feel free to respond to me. Just please tell me, respond to whatever I ask yeah, you. You know, uh, I'm sure it was important. Um, but uh, you know, look, I, I get it. You're on a world tour. You got a little bit better things to do and respond to somebody in the car hole lounge. Right. But I did. I did message you, Lars, and uh, you know, hey, I'm not going to hold it against you. Uh, you know, but you should have some free time coming up. Uh, maybe on that. That flight back from Saudi Arabia, Metallica <laughs> just played in Saudi Arabia wow, for the first man. time, and uh, a huge crowd. God, there was like two hundred bazillion people there or something. And don't forget, Saudi, this, uh, Saudi Arabia is a place. It is illegal to produce, possess, or drink alcohol. Well, they probably didn't take any blackened with them. No, no, I'm sure they didn't. But they love their they love their tobacco. Yes, and uh, they love their uh, 420 products. So. Well, uh, Anyway, so I'm just saying, but yeah, you know, Lars, I- check that inbox, right? So you know, if you're not too busy with any 420 issues, uh, you know, you know, hit us back. You know, yeah. Now, now he was talking about these other podcasts. Now we are, we do plan in the future to maybe go audio, like say, bring in Crazy Gringo and and and, and others uh, via uh, audio, you know, uh, audio call. So yeah. look, guys, we are not professionals. No. We're like we're like sitting out in a garage and. Uh, and uh, you know, so we're getting this together as we go, and we know you all. You, we know you guys are loving it, and uh, keep downloading, keep keep spreading the word. Um, and hey, let's let's put this out there, Justin. If you and I think you'll be okay with me saying this is again at Smoke and Sounds Pod. Instagram's probably where they're most active. We got a Facebook yep. page. If you are new to cigars, 
or you've been smoking cigars forever, if you ever want to just come on and say, hey, I'm going to go grab the same cigar, you guys, let's just put me on the audio. I'd love to be on an episode. We'd love to have anybody that would have anything to do with our two crazy asses. Absolutely, you know, you know, we we don't just cater to the um, you know to the media and and that sort of stuff. No, you whoever know, if, you if, are, if you're just like an average Joe and you feel like you hate, see, like I could hang with these guys. And besides, you know, I'm the you know one half of the Tennessee Backyard Wrestling Tag Team Champs. That's right. You know, if you're that, well, the definitely we're going to have you on, and I'm going to say, where's my belt and that kind of thing. So that's right. You got to know the only thing you look. If you got something to promote, I'm not going to promise you that you're going to sell a million albums or whatever if you come on with us. But here's what I promise you. You're going to have a great time. You're going to have a great conversation with two guys that love to talk to you. We're going to talk about cigars. We're going to smoke some cigars. We might drink a little whiskey. We might listen to a little bit of music. But you're going to have a good time. I'm going to get Rob... uh, and Dave is more than welcome to come on too, even though, uh, you know, even if it's just to pitch the totally 80s and 90s recall. Right. But I want him to get the cigars. I want him to enjoy it. I want to have him on. And I would love that's like, you know, if, if this, if that was the only other episode that I got out of this, I'd die a happy man. If I could get Rob <laughs> on the other end, and I mean this, I'm, I'm being very sincere right now, um, to jump on and just tell us what was that experience like enjoying, enjoying his first ever cigar. You know, being able to provide that moment for him, uh, I just to me that'd be it. Just bring it all full circle for me, and I, I would be a very, very happy man. Uh, plus, like I said, those guys have been nothing, nothing but the the greatest to right. me in, in my journey of trying to be in doing a podcast. Uh, so, I, I have nothing but love for those guys and, and so grateful that I was able to put that package together right. and uh, send it get, his, that out there to get him. him out there to him and uh, um, uh, so anyway uh, I know we've got you at about an hour 20 here guys oh thank you God. so much for Can I didn't think we were going to get 30 20 minutes, minutes out over of this. a cigar so uh, what, what was the name of that record company we promoted the other day the Black local? Mesa Records Black Mesa so, so look Black Mesa you know if you can get Beth Bombara to come on with us yes either audio or Preferably in person, double a bonus and and tell her to bring her guitar. She can do a live set or at least one live song with us. Yeah, that'd and, be awesome. Uh, and and if she smokes cigars, even better. The photos are will will be on Facebook. That's right. So, well, listen, Justin, you got anything you want to promote before we get out of here? Nah, dude. I I tell you what, I'm just gonna pour me some more whiskey and uh, just sit back and and think about uh, if I need to be on a skateboard. Well, you don't. Hey, don't think I don't have a vision psycho stick over there still. <laughs> and uh, the way we've been drinking is black, and we might both be out there trying to do some ollies or I'll some, some McTwist. Give me the half pipe, baby. <laughs> I don't need one of those right now. <laughs> Listen, thanks again, Dave and Rob, Totally 80s and 90s Recall Podcast, Matthew, Budget.Smoker.Cigars. Cigars for beginners and my main man, the crazy gringo, J Ram. Absolutely love you guys. And I, Jim, there's other people. Uh, if I forgot you, I'll get you on the next one. Uh, we'll get you on the when we're sober, the smoking sounds shout out page. Uh, but listen, that's a wrap on today's episode of Smoking Sounds. Uh, thank you to everyone who tuned in. Remember to subscribe to us on your favorite platform. Uh, follow us on all the socials at Smoking Sounds. Uh, you want to make sure you subscribe so you never miss a beat or, or a, a draw. draw. And remember, all great podcasts start with a single episode. And today, 
That episode is smoking, smoking sounds. sounds.